street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Good morning. morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Do you have time to do a little interview before you do your walk? Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. What's your name? Hannah. I'm Anthony. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you too. I have these short little chats with okay. folks to pick a belief that they think is true in their head. Okay. And it could be anything. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of interested in like superstitious stuff, but it could be like okay. lucky rabbit's feet or um, Karma would be a good topic. We talk about does prayer work, things oh, like okay. that. Okay. And I just time it for five minutes. Oh, okay. Would you be willing to let me record it and live stream yeah, that's it? That's fine. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Something superstitious. We can talk about anything, honestly. But oh, okay. The fun conversations, honestly, tend to be if it's something that impacts who you are on a near daily basis. Okay. Okay. Are you a really superstitious person? Um, I try. I think. I like to think that I'm not, but I am. <laughs> That's probably pretty strange. That is interesting. Yeah. I like to think that I'm a rational person, but I'm not. <laughs> you want to think you're rational, but you you realize in yourself that you're not a rational person. Yes, very much so. Is is uh, rationality a goal that you want to obtain, or are you happy being where you're at? Um, I'm happy with who I am. It's just that sometimes I have to, like, I kind of laugh at myself. I'm like, oh... That's not very logical at all. Because, like, um, uh, I know that sometimes I, like, if I like something, I'll touch something. Like, because of, um, you know, um, Ojo, right? Like, I'm not Hispanic at all, but, like, all my friends do it. And it's kind of like a cultural San Antonio thing, you know? O-J-O? Oh, like, Ojo, it's, uh, I think it's O-C-H-O. I think it's O-C-H-O. Ojo? And um, I will always touch something regardless. Um, Why do you touch things? Oh, it's because um, it's like, um, so, it, so it won't break or there's like no negative energy. Um, that seems really kind of silly, but I still do it. So like, if you, um, say if you say you like someone's hair, right? You're like, oh, your hair is beautiful. They'll touch their hair. So then nothing bad happens to their hair. Like they get a bad haircut or the hair starts falling out. Interesting. Yeah. That <laughs> is that is a perfect topic for this. Okay. <laughs> this is this is very cool. All right. So because you said that these are things that you believe but you really prefer to not believe them. Yes. Very much. So. Can I get a sense of how confident you are? Not your commitment to it, but how confident are you, Hannah, that these things are actually true on a scale from 0 to 100? 0 would be I have no confidence. It's all questions, just all doubt. I don't think it works. 100% would be, I'm absolutely certain. There's no questions. There's no doubt. I'm 100% confident that Ojo is a thing. I don't know if it's a thing for like me, but just in case. Let me just let me just clarify. Not a thing, but that it's true. That it's true. Um, I probably wouldn't touch people's things if I didn't think it was true. <laughs> There's a part of you that thinks it's true. Yes, very much so. Okay, so with that being said, I know it's getting kind of chaotic here with the, with the kiddos. 
Um, sorry about that. So. <laughs> and there's one right there. Okay. Um, how, how, where would you put yourself on that scale of confidence? Um, it would, you know, the fact that I just do it, I act on it, I don't even think it's probably 100%. Because, I mean, I, I would like to say that I think it's kind of silly, but I still, whenever I see something that I like, or I, like, think is beautiful, I will touch it automatically. You know, just in case nothing bad happens to it. Yeah, okay. So if I understand right, even though you think it's kind of silly, you're 100% sure that it's true? Yes, I wouldn't I wouldn't act on it. I'm pretty like I I know for a fact that if I wouldn't act on it because uh, what, what do you mean you wouldn't act on it? I you, wouldn't act on it because I wouldn't like touch someone, right? Like if I like their hair, or if I like their necklace or their bracelet or um I wouldn't touch it, you know? Um I don't want it to break. I don't want them to lose it. But isn't that acting on it by not participating in it? Um, yeah, I think it's participating in it because that means that I like I I I don't want something bad to happen to like to that necklace or to them. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything negative to happen. And so touching it would be like me saying like, okay, I think that this could happen. If I don't touch it, something like they might get negative energy or something bad might happen that necklace or their hair. Okay, so that, that lady walked by and she had really interesting hair. If you, you refrain from touching it because you don't want bad things to happen to who? Oh, no, no. Um, so if you like something, right, or if you yeah. think something's beautiful or nice or you um, are like, oh, that's beautiful, you would touch that item or that thing or that person because you don't want anything bad to happen. You don't want them, huh. like, negative energy to, like, for something to happen, like them, like their hair fall out, or like say if you're like, oh, I really like oh. your shirt, you uh -huh, know, and uh -huh. so you touch it so they don't get oh, like you don't want their shirt to get ruined or lost okay. or destroyed. I got you. So if I understand right, the belief that you hold, and I'm sorry it took me like four minutes to get no, to this no. point, but I want to understand it, and I've never heard of this one before, so I want to completely understand it. If I understand you correctly, and if this isn't what you're saying, let me know, but I think what you're saying is, when you spot something that you like, if you say that you like it, if you say that you like it and don't touch it, something bad might happen. To who? Um, to the person who owns the shirt. Okay, so you said you liked my shirt. Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't say it, but you say you say. Let's say that you say it, and then if you don't touch my shirt, something bad's going to happen to me. Yes. To the shirt or to me? To the shirt. To the that shirt. Mean, that, mean, that means like um, you might lose the shirt. Like, like I could be walking back to my car and a yeah. bird will drop some poop on it. Yes. Or it'll or you'll lose the shirt or um, the shirt will rip, right? Or you wash it and like there's state like mm. you accidentally get bleach all over it. Mm. It's destroyed. If that's, you hadn't touched it after yeah. complimenting it. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. So that, that's oh. <laughs> that is so interesting. <laughs> Now, you mentioned that this was a belief that, uh, you said Hispanic belief. Yeah, yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, I'm not Hispanic, but like, um, all of my friends are Hispanic, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I remember I at first didn't understand why people were touching me all the time. I didn't get it. Like, you know, if someone was like, oh, I like your shirt. Cause like I grew up in Washington state, it's predominantly, predominantly Asian and like white people. Right. So 
people don't really touch each other when they don't know you. So when I moved here like five years ago, yeah. I remember if someone liked my shirt or my hair, they would touch me. And then my friend explained it to me. She's like, no, they're doing it so nothing bad happens to your shirt or your hair. They, they care that nothing, like, they don't want anything bad to happen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I say nice things to people all the time. And like, um, I remember one time I said something to my best friend that I was like, oh, I love those shoes, but it didn't touch her shoes and the heel broke. And I remember she was so mad at me. She was like, you complimented my shoes and my heel broke and you didn't touch my shoes. This is your fault. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been pretty big on that. Like, if you like something, you need to say something. Okay. okay. And it's really kind of irrational, but... But you believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Why would you believe something that's irrational? Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things in life that are irrational. Like, I know, um, my, I'm like, I'm half white, half Asian, and my mom had this firm belief that if you didn't throw our baby teeth onto the roof, right, like something bad could happen to your child, right? Like, that's irrational, right? My dad thought it was crazy, but she still, every single time we would lose a tooth, she would throw it onto the roof. Of the house? Yeah, of the house. Like, that's irrational. Okay. <laughs> but she still did it. So you have uh, several, it sounds like you have uh, several beliefs, or at least you, you, you're noticing these beliefs mm -hmm. that are irrational that you might be holding. Maybe we can just stick on the, the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. And again, I want to circle back to how sure you are, how confident you are that it is actually a true thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I believe it's true. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't touch people's things or their hair or touch them if I didn't think it was true. Because okay. I think that something bad might happen. Yeah. And again, how confident are you in that belief? I'm on that scale? Sure. Okay. I wouldn't do it. Like you, said it okay. you said 100 earlier, but I wanted to make sure you fully understood what I was getting at mm -hmm. with, with your certainty in, in the truth of the claim. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you mentioned that you... You mentioned that you, you think that the, these are irrational beliefs, mm. but you're 100% confident that they're true. And that's what I would really love to discover and uncover with you why that's the case. Well, it's because I can't explain it. You know, like, I can explain it to myself, right? Like, my belief in things. Mm -hmm. But I can't provide any evidence or proof, you know, um, that that's really true. That if I, if, you know, you say you like something or you think something's beautiful and you touch if you don't touch it it'll break you don't i mean i could try to test that but <laughs> that's really um that's a that's an interesting thought yeah. how do you think that you hannah would go about testing this belief i would probably just go around and ask and like whenever i saw something i liked i wouldn't touch it <laughs> and see if it broke within like a certain amount of time I don't know. Okay. Um, I feel like you could probably test that, but I don't know how that would actually work out. Um, and then you would, you know, have a test sample where you did touch everything that you liked, or you can do that with several different people. But I don't know how, if, how that would actually work. I, I don't know. And I don't even know if that would be a very good test. <laughs> it seems a little irrational, though, I'm sure. So... Yeah, let's say that you actually decided to do some sort of testing, even though you're you're saying that maybe it would be difficult to test. Mm -hmm. And and let's say that every time you encountered a girlfriend and you commented on their shoes, um, and then it wasn't touched, 
then you would you would wait to see what the outcome was of that. Uh, so I guess my question is, whether in that scenario, if the shoe broke or not, how would you be able to link the two events together to say, Oho made that happen? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> That's probably... Um, I don't know how you could... I would probably have to think about that. <laughs> but, because um, I mean, you could... You can twist like raw data into anything, I'm sure. Um, I, I just know that it's it's probably a little irrational, and I just like, I don't know. I had one experience, you know, where my friend was really upset about her shoes, and is, it's probably haunted me ever since. And I'm just that type of person that like, oh, you know, I don't want anything bad happening to anyone else, <laughs> even though that seems kind of silly. I don't know how I would test it. I would probably just be like, okay, 24 hours if something happens. And it would have to like happen over a significant amount of time. I'd probably, you'd have to test that for quite a while, I think. And I don't, I don't know if anything would actually come from that. Because anything bad could happen. You mentioned that you were, you were haunted ever since that one incident happened. Yeah, because my friend like loved those shoes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I remember, it's just like a big deal to her, like, uh, She's really, really superstitious. But it upset you. Yes, it upset me because, um, you know, like she was mad. She blamed it on me <laughs> that I didn't touch her shoes. And I was like, no, I'm like. <gasps> well, let me ask you, though. If you were to discover or come to a realization that Oho really isn't a thing, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that it is or isn't. Oh, yeah. Do you think you and your friend would be in a better place if you were to realize or somehow be able to test Oho and realize that it's really just not a thing. Oh, you know, to be honest with you, um, I don't think she would care if it was like a thing or not. I think for her it's just like something that she grew up with and it's like a tradition, right? How about you? Uh, me, um, I would probably be like, oh, I guess I wasted all this time for, like, uh, well, I don't think I would waste all my time because my friend, like, it's like really important to her, I guess. Because, like, I mean, she will never, like, not say something's pretty and not touch it. Like, I, I do that now, too, out of, like, it's like an instinct now. <laughs> but but it uh, seems to me that there's, there's, a, there's a certain cost associated yeah. with maintaining this belief. Because you said yeah. you've been haunted ever since. So, yes. if the belief isn't true, and you can forgo all that being this, this haunted um, feeling that you were mentioning... I don't think it would completely go away because I don't think she would ever change her mind and she'd still believe that I like, ruined her shoes. Um, she could probably have like studies and studies. Um, Are you saying the belief carries more weight with you because she believes it? Yes. Oh yeah, she's my best friend. Um, you huh. know, like it's important to her. And even if it's silly, it's like an irrational, it's still important. It seems that uh, there's this belief that you're taught and affects other people, and, and they've 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 informed you about it to the point where it's affecting you. Yeah. And these are beliefs that are important to other people, and you realize that some some of these things are kind of silly, and it might even be irrational. And you also recognize that it probably can't be tested. Do you think 
confidence that the belief is actually true is the most accurate spot to be. Yeah, because it's 100% true to me, you know, like, um, a belief doesn't have to be, like, it's just a belief, you know, it doesn't have to be true to anyone except for me, the person who believes it, so. The belief is true to you just because you believe it? Yeah, like, I don't, um, I don't think it needs to matter to anyone else, like, if I, if I think it's true, I think that's, that's the only thing that really is important. Hmm. I don't think it really matters to anyone else. Um, Let me ask you, there, there were a lot of kids here earlier mm -hmm. making all sorts of commotion. And uh, let's say you knew them really well. Mm -hmm. And they had no idea what OHO was. Mm -hmm. When you think about how this belief has changed your perspective on things, is that a belief that you would be comfortable teaching them about? Yeah, uh, I would. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Um, and to be honest with you, I think it's made me like more of a like caring kind of talkative individual. Because I remember, like, I came a, I came from Washington where people don't really touch each other. They don't talk to strangers, right? Like, you might say hello, you might open a door for someone. It's like courteous behavior. But like, like Oho is one of those things where like you will tell someone you think that what they're wear their shirt is wearing is pretty like you are complimenting them you know you're going out of your way and then you're touching them like there's just this intimate like touching someone is an intimate thing you know yeah um it's slightly personal and it is personal and so i don't know like um i used to feel really uncomfortable with people touching me or even hugging me like unless i really really knew them and now i've just like accepted it you know i've like come to terms with it I've accepted it and like I'm fine like it doesn't freak me out anymore and it's made me like more talkative to strangers you know like I've opened up more as a person and so I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing there's a lot of pluses with the whole oho like belief could humans particularly in this area Hispanics maybe in San Antonio even still do the physical touching and the complimenting and get all the benefits of, of it without imbuing it with the possibly irrational oho. Yeah, you can just, um, I mean, you can say like hello to someone. You could say you like their shirt and you don't need to touch them. Um, uh, I think it just, um, it, it is a superstitious thing, but I mean, you can compliment someone. You can like talk to a stranger and compliment someone without having to do that. But I think it's just like, it like it kind of forces you into <laughs> into that behavior, you know. Because a lot of times we don't jump to uh, to say uh, someone like that you like someone's shirt, you know. It's not something that everyone does. Like I know I like growing up in Washington, I would never go out of my way, especially like, in a grocery store, to say like, "Oh, I like your shirt," you know. Like I not waste my time doing that. Okay, uh, this belief is actually it sounds like made you more of an outgoing person. <laughs> and more comfortable touching people and being friendly and that type of stuff, mm -hmm. yeah. Yet you recognize that people can still be doing that without imbuing it with the Oho part of it. Mm -hmm. So, if I want to just pivot right back to the kids real quick. Do you think it would be more advantageous to teach the kids, those children, the, the, so, the benefits of being socially outgoing, being friendly, complimenting, but holding off on including the OHO aspect of it, which is something that might be irrational and can't be tested. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think that like 
kids are a little bit more willing to learn things and don't really question things as often. Um, I know I had to like kind of something like a conflict had to occur for me to like really understand my friend and her like superstitious belief like in Oho, right? Um, I don't know if I would have jumped onto it easily if like she didn't make a huge tool better shoes and was really upset. That's um, interesting. Is this a belief that you're mainly only holding because your friend imparted that belief onto you? I don't you? think I would have had that, um, would have believed in Oho if that experience didn't happen. Is it possible that you're holding on to a belief that's not true? Um, I mean, it could be. I, I, I have that experience, though. I think it's true, you know? And like I said, I don't think that um, anyone else's opinion other, other than my own matters when it comes to belief, because it's my own belief. We've talked for way more than five. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And I do have more questions for you, but I don't want to hold you up for too, no, it's okay. too much longer. I'm particularly fascinated with with people that hold these supernatural beliefs mm -hmm. but sometimes it even goes a level deeper where they're holding beliefs that are true just for them mm -hmm. and I find that even potentially more fascinating than the beliefs that people hold but that perspective of life that I can have a belief in my head that's only true for me and it's not true for anybody else yeah. and I'm, I'm perplexed and interested and people that hold that view. Oh, okay. So if that's something that you want to keep on talking about, we can keep oh, yeah, going that's on fine. about that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, it's not a big deal to me. It's like um. That'd be great. I'm a pretty irrational person. I think. I think a lot of people are, though. I think mm -hmm. that's too strange. <laughs> Do you think irrational beliefs and a view that what's true for me, as long as I think it, as long as I believe it, it's true for me, and yeah, it might be an irrational belief, but I like holding the belief, and I see some social benefits from it. And yeah, it might not be true, and it's probably it might be irrational. Do you think that there could be any potential harm from people harboring those types of views? Yes, yeah. Sometimes it can, like depending on um, what that belief is. You know, if it's you know misogynistic, derogatory. Um, I mean. Yeah, like if you have a belief that like all women should be like domestic helpers like in the home, then yeah, I mean that belief, even if it's irrational, um, I think that's irrational, um, can affect other people, you know? I don't think that uh -huh really affects other people um, that much other than maybe um, it could make someone uncomfortable because I know that um, when I first moved here, um, I didn't understand that at all. I was like, why were people touching me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, right? Then you looked into it, and they they gave you an explanation mm -hmm. for it, and then you actually adopted that explanation yes. for yes, it. Yes, I very much. Uh, which is interesting. Um, let's say that your friend, you moved to town. You met this friend. This incident happened with her shoes, and she said, "Hannah, when this happens, it's customary for us to 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 kill a goat." Yeah, I would not kill a goat. <laughs> I feel like, um, I have a belief that I don't kill animals. Oh, it would contradict with your belief. So you yes. wouldn't do it? I wouldn't do it. I would be like, you know, um, do you want me to buy you a pair, new pair of shoes? Like, I might do that. What like, if she said, step on a grasshopper? 
Um, no, still wouldn't do that. What if she said, uh, swat a fly? Um, yeah, probably not, no. Um, Is I it animals in general? Yeah, just animals in general. Like, what if I, she, okay, I would probably hold on. Even step on an air. What if she said, uh, wear your clothes in reverse for a week, inside out? Yeah, that's that's a lot. I wouldn't do that. So there are some things that you would adopt and mm -hmm. some things that you wouldn't adopt. Mm -hmm. I think it's based on like if it, I think it's really really silly. Like if I mean, uh, my mom did that thing where um, like I explained that like you know she thought like to like to protect her kids she threw baby teeth or mm -hmm. baby teeth on, on the roof. I would never do that ever in my life, um, even if I had children. So if somebody tells you something to do. Um, that sounds irrational. As long as it's not too silly, Hannah will adopt it. Um, yeah, it depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Oho thing, I I think is kind of silly to be honest with you. But I mean, that experience was just like, um, okay, well, I guess you know, like I like the black cat thing. Like, well, black cat wants your pet. Like, goes past you or whatever. I get a little, you know, like something bad can happen if I break a mirror that's kind of silly you know and you always think like oh I might get like seven years bad luck like I cringe a little bit if I would break a mirror I haven't done it that many times in my life but I was like mm -hmm. you know are these just fleeting thoughts that pass through your mind because you've heard about them or do you actually take them to heart and uh, is your mind filled with all these instances where you've encountered black cats and you've you've broken people's shoes and all this stuff or I think that I've had like like the Oho thing is kind of like something happened you know in like reaction to me not doing it and I think that like I've never had an experience where I broke a mirror or a black cat walked in like across my path and something really terrible happened but um I feel like I'm irrational enough if some like if I broke a mirror and like nothing mm -hmm. but terrible things happened to me mm -hmm. um I would probably go to like um, a botanica or something. <laughs> What's a botanica? A botanica is like, um, they have a... Botanical garden? No, like a botanica, like it's like a, kind of like a Mexican, like, um, kind of voodoo shop. Like they have, well, not, they have oils and incense and stuff, but they have like voodoo kits and stuff. And, Interesting. And like incense, things like that. We need to talk some more. <laughs> um, I have to get going. Yeah. But that was tremendously enjoyable. I really enjoyed hearing about your beliefs and, and understanding them a little better. Mm -hmm. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. 